This week on Not Sauce Work, Terry Tam is co-hosting from home. Eagle is producing. On today's show, we talk about the Final Four that apparently is entirely about Coach K. Bruce Arians retires and an important statement from a former president. We also hear from uh, Chris Rock for the first time since the slapping. We'll get into this and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. How's it going, bud? It's you good. Look- I didn't hear. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> that was my cold open. Um, oh, I heard. The, I heard the cold open. Oh, you didn't hear the song? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Terry's working from home. We had some technical difficulties, uh, which, of course, since say it's the not least. live, you won't know this. But we're getting off to a bit of a late start. So <laughs> if we get, look we're annoyed, getting help. That's why <laughs> we're getting help. We're seeing therapists. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, and we're because uh, this this is like a huge trigger for me when things that work don't just one day decide to not work i think it's like the ultimate trigger for me it's like i the coffee machine worked this morning i want to make a second cup in the afternoon why aren't you working it's the same thing with my headphones right now and i'm and i'm fully justified and i think the rest of the world would agree with me that if i can if i did a show with two sounds coming out and i would blow my brains out and it would be acceptable i I told you like at that point like we would have like if there's no other way you would have to cancel cancel there would be because you can't do a show that way you can't be done there would be statues made of me that i just gave up like he's he epitomizes (laughs) a man yeah of two sounds he epitomizes what it's like to just be frustrated with life and the statues will be made of me they'll be like this is the person that we should be modeling our frustrations after that we shouldn't be modeling our frustrations after <laughs> i would be used more as like a, uh i don't want to say martyr but like i want to say like as um as a a mentor but like one that makes bad decisions yeah you know for sure for sure um mentor speaking of bad, bad decisions, decisions worst um if i were to read to you this synopsis it's got everything. Bad performance, cheap visual effects, shots with the boom mic on the edge of the frame. What do you think that it's uh, referring to? Alex, the intern sex tape. Also that. Boom, also mic, that. boom mic on the edge of the frame. I'm going to say that's an office reference. Uh, no, I, I was trying to lead you <laughs> to saying it was a reference to the Oscars because that is where we're going to start the show. But Yay. instead, it's, it's a movie that should have won the, uh, the, the an Oscar. Um, the, the next sentence really sells it. And Christian ninjas who sell cocaine. This, of course, is the 2018 movie The Velocipaster, a movie about a pastor who's also a raptor. Uh, Eagle showed it to me while we're getting ready for the show. I can't wait to go home and watch this movie. It looks ingenious. It that, it did not win. Will Smith was the big winner of the night, but also perhaps the greatest loser of the night. He got up on stage, of course, and struck Chris Rock. And before we get into all that, uh, I didn't even think we'd get to it just because it happened over the weekend and we do our show on Thursday. But uh, Chris Rock actually... Uh, spoke, so we'll we'll hear what he's what he said, and then we'll get back to it. Just play it, Eagle. For me. Yeah, yeah. Just talk. How was your weekend? <laughs> uh, I'm not. I don't have like a bunch of shit about what happened. So I became the hit at. I'm not. I had like a whole show I wrote before. <laughs> 
this weekend. And I'm still kind of processing what happened. Like, like I... He hasn't really said anything about the whole incident. I'm sure. I mean, besides the fact that he literally had hours worth of material prepared for his tour, I get it. Yeah. And also, I think if he's gonna do it, he wants to do it in a way that the messaging is controlled, and you know, they all understand behind the scenes what's going on and how it's gonna be messaged and all that stuff. Yeah. But, also, yeah. like he's Chris Rock is one of the best comedians of all time, so like he knows what he has at his disposal right now. He knows that he has like. The cash cow. He knows that people are. The Netflix is going to pay him another twenty million dollars to post a special where he makes fun of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Like that's just basically what we're what we're going to get right now, and everybody's going to watch it. Well, so so that's the thing is uh, apparently since this has happened, like paparazzi have been swarming around Chris Rock, and everyone wants to see like what the what the reaction is going to be, the next move. But like comedy acts take like a year to sculpt, right? Like. It's not like, like that. That's to me the thing that always amazed me about David Chappelle when he would do these impromptu things, like after the death of George Floyd. Is like nothing in his life has been, you know, go and get, grab a mic an hour after something happens and, and speak. Right, his whole career has been planning and planning and planning, and as is the case with Chris Rock. So that's why he didn't really have a ton of uh, uh, material on it. I just, yeah. I, I'm watching all the reactions to this and. I know I'm always the guy asking for nuance and I'm always the one saying, well, what does this really mean? And man, sometimes a dude just slaps another dude and it's funny. <laughs> That's all I got. Like it didn't mean I don't like Will Smith more or less. I don't, I, I think he, he won an Oscar for the worst movie he's ever made. I'm I including after. So I can't, I can't, I refuse to make a critical and uh, make a critic, but make a critic, be critical because <laughs> I can't speak English. Because I have technical issues, because I'm still thinking about this double sound coming out of my mouth that's not coming uh, coming out of the, the speaker that's not that's happening anymore, to make but it's still in my head. No, but Will Smith, yeah. I, as much as I liked seeing somebody get slapped on the at the Oscar stage out of all places, like the most pretentious place in the world, yeah. where people don't get smacked enough, where you, you know give an mean? award like, for art, the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. So, so far, and there's been a lot of hot takes on the internet. The one I think I've appreciated the most is actually from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who wrote, With a single petulant blow, Will Smith advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry, and perpetuated stereotypes about the black community. No, he didn't. He just slapped a dude. Like, it, it's, it doesn't have to be about everything. It, Judd Apatow, no one almost died. Relax. Um, like the, the reactions to this, you would think that, like, um, like I heard more about this than than Russia invading Kiev, and I heard a lot about that. I mean, I mean, also, you know, like if if he hadn't done this, I wouldn't have known the Oscars were even happening. So <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I was the same way. Like I I had no idea it was going on. And like my I, buddies, so I, my no, buddies in I chat. One, of, oh, sorry, one of them was like, he's like, are you guys watching the Oscars? I'm like, no. Like, when is it next week? I have no fucking idea. I have friends sort of in the industry, uh, an industry adjacent, and, and music and such. So. Like it's important to them, so they're posting about it a lot, and so I know that. Um, I'm, but like you guys know, like I, to me, the greatest movies are the ones where the applaud is explosions. So my movies are never represented in in uh, 
in uh in the in these in my these my, my, my movies are i will say my movies are like a lot of quentin tarantino i like those old dark movies like deep water and deep water sorry um the Shape of Water. I just saw Deep Water. It was actually a decent movie. Shape so, of Water, that stuff. I like that. Shape of Water is where a guy uh, bangs a wave, right? Yeah. Okay. Love it. Love it. Can't wait to never watch that. Power of the Dog. Decent movie. I but like that movie, actually. It, it, took, took, it. it took me a while watching the movie. I watched it alone. It took me a while to get to like really understand. But it was actually a good movie towards the end. Like I like the story. Uh, I watched, Like I said, I watched Deep Water with Ben Affleck, but that's not being nominated for anything. Um, Flea was good. Flea is a uh, is both a documentary one. and an animated movie, which is rare it's for. Th- um, it's about Chili an- Peppers. No, no, not that. They're actually Flea. getting uh, inducted onto. They actually the uh, Hall of Fame. They already did, but they're getting a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame today. Literally today, <laughs> and their album Me, is releasing tomorrow. Eagle, Eagle. I'm gonna tell you this right now, okay? Red Hot Chili Peppers, huge Chili Peppers guy. RHCP all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love them. Them getting a star in the Walk of Fame means less than me getting a star on the Walk of Fame. You know yep. what I mean by that? Yep. It would be more newsworthy for me to get a, a star on the Walk of Fame than it would be for them. Yep. Random person gets, gets a star on the Walk of Fame is pretty newsworthy. To be random, person would, <laughs> random person gets a star on the Walk of Fame would get more clicks After never being than Red Hot Chili Peppers getting a star on the Walk of Fame. At least they've all been in movies, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, Chad Smith is, uh, is, uh, is Will Ferrell, so. Um, it's crazy how so much they look alike. Flea has actually been in movies. So has yeah. Anthony Kiedis banged his babysitter or his, his dad's girlfriend when he was twelve, and she was nineteen or something yeah, in his biography. Right. Yeah. 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 Greek. So, that's, um, so yeah. So so <laughs> I I find I never really understood the Oscars. Although like I understand it from the perspective that if you win one of these. It sets you up for a long time for the rest of your career. It's a big deal. It just getting nominated is a big deal. Um, yeah. It's not something I particularly care for because I, I've i always said, even about reviews, I always said, how would someone else know what I'm going to like? Right? So I also feel like if it's a very, it's a, it's kind of, if you're a guy watching the Oscars, it's because your significant other wants to watch it. You know what I mean? Where well, guys yeah, don't really so like care. The, there's dudes that I know who like, Either they've written like scores for movies, for example. Okay, that's different though. And like, even if they're they're not involved in the Oscars because they know all of the work that goes into it, it, it it's important to them. And and yeah. I actually think it's to me it means more to the people that do the uh, the sort of light and sound work because that's the only way they ever get noticed is, is anything. And then you see how excited they are and they're coming from the top balcony they're coming all the way down like it's not just like Will Smith he's clearly gonna win the award he's literally in the front fucking row. You know what I mean? And they were, and they 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 asked him to leave, and he said no. Uh, apparently they didn't. Apparently they lied uh. about that. Oh, it's a big drama. <laughs> but so also I think, when I think when they did, but they said it very nicely, and he and he's like, no, it, they probably said, hey, listen, I understand if you want to leave, and he's like, no, it's cool, I'll stay. It's not really asking him to leave. I think that's. Oh, um, I I will say. Um, when you when he hit Chris Rock, do you think the first words out of his mouth were not actually "keep your wife's name out of my mouth," but rather "welcome to Earth"? Because yeah. the first thing I thought of was Independence Day. That was, I've never thought of Chris Rock as an alien until that moment. <laughs> but my thing is, is like, okay, he laughs and then realizes that okay, maybe this joke isn't funny to my wife, who's the person being targeted, yeah. and then he reacts. Also, sometimes people laugh nervously, right? Like just yeah, laughing yeah. in the moment because you don't know what to do, you know. Also, if you're if you're around a funny person, a naturally funny person, yeah, 
you're laughing more frequently. So like Will Smith probably grew up watching Chris Rock. I'm sure they know each other. And like you're just laughing at what Chris Rock says because he's a funny fucking person. So he reacted and he laughed because it's a funny joke, not realizing that he laughed in the moment. And then it's like, okay, I got to take this back. I think we saw him just explode basically with with how uh, media and us, we've all treated him based on his relationship with his wife and whatever the case may be. And I was on a Which Twitter war this week about, about this. I've known about his open relationship for like seven years. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody's been pretty on the up and up about it. And then it just came out because she banged his, her son's yeah. friend but like, in I front remember, of everybody. I remember you and I, uh, when that story broke, we're like, but we knew this already. <laughs> Why? Yeah. That? But I guess maybe not everyone. Like, it wasn't a thing that was, like, in sort of, like, like commonplace. Like, not everybody knew. It was just sort of, like, if you're sort of in tune to this kind of stuff, you might have this. You might you might have read it somewhere or seen it somewhere. Well, well, I have a, I have a question because, like I said, I was I was on Twitter all week because I responded. There's this guy I follow. His name is Zuby. And uh, he's a very, like, you know, he calls himself a libertarian. But, you know, he's more conservative in what he says. And he said um, along the lines of open marriage isn't uh, a marriage and that's why the West is going to crumble or whatever it is. So I responded. Then he retweeted me and responded to me. And then I just got annihilated by a bunch of right-wing, uh, homophobic I was going to say, because it, that's yeah. not a far stretch to gay marriage is what's ruining the West. And it's not marriage at all, right? Well, that's, like, what, he, that's what they also say. So a, yeah, a lot of them. Jesus. And I'm like, listen. I'm like, listen. I'm not somebody that agree, like I would never be in an open marriage. I'm like, I'm not built for that. So like. It's cool if people want to do it and if they do it and nobody else gets hurt. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. And they're like, no, marriage needs to be between a man and a woman uh, of uh, with uh, and, and, and uh, monogamous. I'm like, first of all, I Googled it. Nowhere does it say monogamy. Yeah. Nowhere does it say man and a woman. Like there's no – I looked at eight different definitions of this and nowhere did it say that. Also other cultures so. where monogamy is not expected. I said, I said, listen, well, you're like, I'm, and they're like, oh, well, you're talking about as a relationship. Yeah, a marriage is a partnership. It's a relationship. You know what I mean? And so you can do whatever the fuck you want. If you both agree to it, consent. And then one person, okay, this is how dumb they are. When they realize that they're not, their message isn't being clear because it's not, it's very narrow minded. They, they, someone, one person called me a pedophile, said, oh, so it's okay if somebody marries an eight year old, you pedophile? I'm like, where did I even talk? One guy said, uh, because I knew he was going to get upset at this, so I called him Sweetie. So I said, is that okay with you, Sweetie, or something like that? He's like, well, oh, why are you calling, a Af why are you calling it uh, uh, an African-American guy Sweetie? Are you gay? And I was like, first of all, I didn't bring your race into this. Second it's, of it's all, like the I'm not gay. It's like the people go to Hitler, right? And then I said, no, it's okay. I called him Pumpkin at the end, and I left it at that. He stopped answering. Oh. But yeah, these people are dumb. And then one person's like, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna take back, the, you're not gonna say that uh, uh, you shouldn't marry an eight-year-old. Okay, cool, very clear. I'm like, when did I say you're allowed to marry an eight-year-old? And all the in the in the fifty messages that I sent out that day, the response that I did, resp responses that I made, none of them said that an eight-year-old should be marrying marrying an adult. None of them. No, so not one. I, I, I always tell my wife that the second I retire, I'm going to throw my phone into the ocean. And then I, and then I told her, um, I, no, that's going to contribute to like climate change. So I'm going to get an aquarium with a fish and then throw my phone into there. And then I realize I'm stuck taking care of a fish in my retirement. This whole thing's terrible. I blame Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, this is all your fault. And it is now time for the news. <laughs> Ah, uh, Terry, it's the news. 
Is it though? I couldn't really <laughs> hear the music. Is. It always is. We went long in the open, but I feel like you had to get the Twitter thing off your chest because I. Oh, asked there's still you there's it. still a lot in there. There's still I know we're we're against the clock. I asked the clock, you about so. it in our, in our message group, and you never got back to me. I'm like, man, Terry must be pissed. Oh no, it's because I I mute our conversations. Sometimes you guys go on your your full rambles, and I can't get oh, involved because yeah, yeah. if I do, I'm in there for an hour, and I don't. Especially do if it's that. after 9 p.m., I'm I'm rambling and. Having lots of incredible thoughts. Especially when Alex doesn't understand basic CBA and just like understanding how things work. Um, so you got an article out. What, what, uh, what was it? What was it this week that he was? He was. This you guys was were arguing the about? Uh, Rangers wouldn't allow Lafreniere to be interviewed oh. in French when they had no French representation in the room. Okay. And what were you saying? Because I remember I I I, I was saying you said. no PR group in their right minds would allow for a conversation to happen on the record without understanding what the fuck they were saying. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. It's like, we can't control what you're going to ask, so we need to n- make or sure. And he's going to answer, too, so you can't shut it down, right? Or yeah, but it. anyway, well, just Eagle, just whatever you do, just don't say this on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, because that's where just I'm going to get in trouble, Twitter. right? Just, yeah. Rational thoughts and proper process? God forbid. To, to Alex's defense is he lives on Twitter. Like, he's, he's like I live on Twitter, too, but he's like We ingrained. all do, right? Like, like, that's how we build yeah. the show, is reacting to yeah. Twitter. That's he's the show. Ing- it's what we do. <laughs> he's ingrained in like the Twitter world, like where you know, like they, they uh, it's weird, man. It's a weird world that I've just embarked myself into, and yeah. it's a weird world. And Alex is like he navigates it re- really well. And right now, the but, world is taking its revenge back on you in this stream. Like, what's wrong exactly. with that face? <laughs> They're coming after you. All those tweeters. All are of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you got an article out um about Duke basketball. It is the Final Four uh, this weekend, of course, and um. I read back that article and I was so confused of what my point was trying to be. I had no idea. <laughs> it was going a bit in both directions. It was going a bit in both directions. Not gonna lie. Like, Do you hate res- Duke or not? I don't hate Duke. I hate Duke. I hate Coach K. Yeah. But he's the best. <laughs> so well, you can, like, but but that's so like yeah. I was thinking about this and and um, so people keep saying like in sports, for example, that they love parody, but in reality, this the sport actually with the most unique. Uh, winners in, in, in their championships has been Major League Baseball, a, a league oh. by which that, if you, you take that to mean parody, that's parody, right? But like, you sure. know, people are truly fascinated by, for example, will Brady win another one? Will the Golden State Warriors keep it together? LeBron, right? Like, it's, 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 it's greatness and then it's either the villainy that, is, that opposes greatness or the villainy that is greatness, depending on what side you are on, right? So it's either Duke yeah. is the worst or Duke is the best and there's nothing in between. And this is what gets us to watch. And, and the thing is, like, there's so many things about this, this Final Four that, that is insane. Like the fact that North Carolina and Duke have never played against each other in a tournament in the 170 years that Coach K has been the, the head coach of Duke. It, it's nonsense. He, coach K has never played a Final Four in New Orleans. Um, despite the fact that like one decade he went eight times and the two times the final four was in New Orleans, they didn't make it to the final four. Like there's, there's so many, and like, like all of these are leading up to this, all of the, the, the mythology and all the legacy. And it got me thinking, Terry, he's like, why do we make this all about coach K? Why do we make this all about Bill Self? And like the, the worst part, the worst example of this is coach Ariyama for Connecticut, right? It's like, mm. Already, we're not paying the athletes, and then the least, the least powerful athletes in college athletics, are the female athletes, and all we talk about is the the male head coach. You know what I mean? And and what I realize is that it's because the players are so transitory. It's because the players don't stay, and especially in in uh, the male the men's tournament, um, it's a lot of one and dones. 
we don't have any familiarities with the team. The only thing we see year after year is the coach. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's why there's such an emphasis on the coach in college sports, right? And you nailed it. You put it right on the head. And that's why we look at Coach K and it's like it's about Coach K. But the thing is, is like what what the problem I have with Coach K is that he makes it about he says it's about the team, but he makes it about himself. So like like this whole this whole like his his victory lap and you know everything's been planned and uh, he's acting like oh I'm shocked by all these people. No, you planned all of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's the thing with Coach K. I feel like he's very artificial, but he's one of the best coaches in college ba- in basketball. It's history. him and John Wooders, the the best two college coaches exactly. of all time. Um, and and uh, Smith. I but mean, the, no, I mean, listen. I think we're not. I think we're we're ignoring Roy Williams here. I mean, Roy Williams did Williams too. has a his better run, record against did, Duke, but his run was shorter than Wooden and Smith and um and uh but he has like the record the record of duke versus unc is unc's up 157 to 115 or something it's not even close yeah but i'm saying he's he coached for less time than a lot of the other guys he started coaching when he was older oh no i get that but i'm saying is if we, if we can look at like bill Belichick, and then we can look at um Sean bill cow bill cower just because Ruby bill cower coached longer doesn't mean that he's a better coach right and that's what i look at with roy williams is roy williams he was there for a lesser time. I don't know what year. I think he was there early 90s, right? And he did so much for UNC. And he still shows up. And he's I think he's he's up there with Coach with Coach K. But it's hard to replicate what Coach K's done. 101 wins in the, just in the tournament alone. Yeah. That's bananas. But And also, I, of course, Team USA and all that stuff. Yeah, too. there's all I mean, I fucking my sister can coach Team USA. But uh that's not even like Shoot! What, what are you telling what are you telling them? Like, what is Coach K like? I understand there's a lot of coaching in basketball that I don't understand. I understand that I don't understand this. It's well, but what's he doing? I mean, so it, dep- it depends. There's, there's a lot of it that's sort of managing the player personnel. In college basketball, there's a lot of schematic, though. Especially yeah, I mean, the, it's, it's college, right? Yeah, and like the, you see it in the tournament where like the best, the better teams basically put you in foul trouble with 12 minutes left in the half, and then you spend the entire second half shooting free throws and winning the game like that's see that that that, that that's how like uh st peter's lost exactly that way where yeah. they can't shoot and then they 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 had their they're also a lot smaller in, and well but that's the thing is they're they're trying to take charges but you can't take charges when the guy's twice your size right you, you're, you're just gonna bounce right off move. of him and yeah it's and they're faster than you they're stronger than you there's nothing that, that that you can do there you know so but that's the thing with this tournament too is like you like there's all these guys like all these great games that i followed and i bet on and you know like and they're just fun games to watch and i don't remember the names of the schools now like th- yeah. two rounds later and houston that's, was that's fun? <laughs> yeah houston was fun that houston was, a was nice another run. team i swear to god i i think i must have seen three shots hit the shot clock like they're so bad they're so bad at shooting the ball they're but houston was nice to to, to bet on i took them most of the tournament i took uh, i, 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 I took texas some... tech and illinois all the way and they fucked me but you know illinois was fun to watch i liked illinois yeah. I, I i made some decent money on miami and uh and uh Miami, I like because they force turnovers, which is big for underdogs. Yeah, and same for, same with Houston; they're good in fast breaks, so mm-hmm. I like that. But it, it's just I just looked up numbers and bet on numbers. I don't know these teams. Like, like I I I, I told you a couple of years ago, I thought the Heat were going to go to the finals, and they did go there in the, in the bubble. And when Chris Paul went to the, the worst take I think in hot sauce sports history is either me saying Devontae Adams can't play football, or <laughs> or Alex the intern saying. Chris Paul with the Suns because he doesn't want to win. Um, and I was like, nope, they're a championship contender the second he got there. And now they're the best team in basketball. Who doesn't want to win? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Professional. You know, show me a guy that took a huge paycheck 
to a shit team, and that guy still wants to win. You know but what I, can, I mean? I can make these arguments for for the NBA, but but in ba- in college basketball, like we're not watching, we're not watching, nah, we're not grinding not tape on on, uh, on college basketball. There's too many things out there, too many options. Um, Bruce Arians retires uh, from the NFL. There's been some reporting in the last 24 hours that no, suggests... he doesn't retire. He doesn't retire. Or sorry, he stepped away from the Bucks rather. He like he stepped down as a, he now he's going to be like an advisor or something for the Bucks. Yeah. He's working in the front office. He's going to be like player personnel or whatever the fuck. So there's some uh, talk today uh, being uh, being, I want to say reported, but it's it's being mentioned very vaguely that this may have been part of Brady's contingency to return. That he was okay with Arians, but didn't want him to be the head coach of the team. Um, the one thing where I say there is some credence to it is that it's a weird time for a coach to step away from his duties like a month before the draft. It's that's really uncommon. We haven't really yeah. seen that before. I don't see I don't see this being a Tom Brady thing. I think I think that maybe really? like maybe it was, I don't see it as being a Tom Brady thing. I really don't. So, here's a couple of things. Tom, uh, Bruce Arians criticized Tom Brady in the press fairly frequently. He, yeah, that's uh, true. he at first didn't want to implement his uh, his offensive system. But here's another thing. Yeah, I didn't know this that. This offseason, when he was asked, you know, when t- they were talking to him and they asked a question about how good Brady looks at his age, uh, he threw some shade about the hair being fake and plastic surgery. So to me. Maybe they don't like Terry, each other. Come on. Like, I, you're a conspiracy theorist. All right. I'm, ch- I'm changed here. I'm changed. <laughs> that's, My that's mind has changed. To me, that there's whole, no more clear evidence. That, as soon as you talk about a man's plastic surgery, I know there's animosity there. I mean, hair and plastic surgery. Yeah. Never plastic. talk about a man's plastic look, look, surgery. Look what happened with Will Smith when you mentioned hair. Yeah. Plus the statement that Arian what did, puts out. What where did it's Eagle like, think Alopecia was in for, the chat? What? What did you think Alopecia was in the chat? No, I know what it is. It was <laughs> I know, but what did you say, no, no, what no, did you say it was? That. We're not making that joke. We're not, no? That's a, I don't that's remember what it was. That's a, yeah, I know. That's a for chat joke. It's not a for show joke. <laughs> the uh, yeah. So the not statement that Arians put out, being like, "Oh, it's not for my health. I feel good." Blah blah blah. It's just if I didn't go, all the people under me are gonna leave or get fired and this and that. So I'm gonna make my move now and make room for them. And it's like, fucking. Does anyone no. actually believe that? Like, either Virtue you actually signaling. are sick and you're doing it for your health, and you just don't yeah. want to tell us. Or there's some shady, shady shit going on right now between you and Brady, and that's the only reason why he came back in that he got rid of you and he won the battle. Yeah, I mean, that's listen, they won a Super Bowl together, so Arians can say whatever the fuck he wants. But Brady is there. But that, that's the thing is, like, as an owner, are you looking at it like, okay, do we give it all into Brady? And he, like, we don't know, we don't know how long he's going to play. Doesn't matter because a championship now is worth more than a championship in ten years. You don't know. What's and you can, and you can get you can get a million Bruce Arians. Yeah. Like there's like, co- there's like coaches are hard. To, coaches are hard to find for sure, but they're much easier to find than a quarterback who's played in seventeen percent of all Super Bowls <laughs> with the mind of a coach who can probably yeah. run his own playbook without requiring any. All he just, needs to just do. To be clear, 
He's he's been in almost twenty percent of all Super Bowls. He missed the first thirty of them. Yeah, <laughs> he if, was in the NFL for the first thirty Super Bowls. Like Terry, here, that's here, insane. Here, here's a thought on this, right? You know how like the quarterback helmets only have the speaker so they can hear what's coming from the headsets. If yeah. Brady had his way of communicating to the bench, he would call his own personnel to get on the field for the next play. He'd be like, "Send this guy, this guy. We're running this play. Send this guy, this guy. We're running this play, and everything." Right? So forget. Do you think that Brady is that aware? I don't think that Brady is the offensive coordinator that Peyton. Manning was he absolutely could do it he I could think this, I don't I don't, I, I think, I don't see I think Brady he, as being like the super smart X's and O's guy I see him as more of like a decision maker a very good decision maker what do you what's the difference an X's and O's guy is like he knows uh like Peyton Manning can tell you everything about everything on the in the game defense and offense Tom Brady knows I'm not saying he doesn't know anything but I'm saying is if you want to compare the two Peyton Manning can build an entire playbook where Tom Brady takes the information you give him and that's when he makes the Bill Belichick even himself credited Tom Brady by saying that there's never been a time a look where he looked at the defense pre-snap and didn't know what they were doing yeah Oh no! Listen, you know what I mean. Like there's a lot, lot of quarterbacks. Tony Romo's shown it in the broadcast yeah. booth that he can do that. You know, like also, if you're an elite quarterback. Hot sauce sports take: Tony Romo also Hall of Famer. You and I not, have both been on the bandwagon, so we are. But like, I'm kind of off it now. I'm fading a little bit too, to be honest. Because now I'm off it. Yeah, you know not, like that, it's it's recency it, bias. I it's, think it's when, that, but also like. People have caught up to his stats so quickly. Like Matthew Stafford blew by Tony Romo's stats. <laughs> Left him in, in the like dust. a blink of an eye. Like obliterated everything he's done. Matt Ryan right through it like it never happened. Like, yeah. And I was like, well, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? I'm like, I don't know. But he's, he's, he, he outstanded the hell out of uh, yeah, Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo. I mean, as much as I love Tony Romo and I, he's like one of my favorite Cowboys of all time. Him, Jason Witten, Emmitt Smith, Marcus Ware. You know, I loved uh, um, what was it? Roy Williams. Um, I don't know. I just think he's not a Hall of Famer. That's it. That's Tony Romo's not a Hall of Famer. It, yeah, it is. I will say there's an argument for it, but the argument's fading. He in might a way get in. When we first said it, it wasn't. It wasn't fading the way it is now. Yeah, um, he might get in, but not first ballot. That's for sure. Manu Ginobili first ballot. Congrats. Yeah. Um, the the one thing I will say about this, too, just before we move on, is uh, all the talk of Brady to Miami. There was some reporting that was done by a network. Months, not months, weeks before ESPN came out with it. That network is Hot Sauce Sports. It was in my, my uh, Brian Flores article. Um, so it's rare that we get to beat one of the big dogs in the story. And we did, which is pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah, go I fuck mean, yourself, ESPN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when Hot Sauce Sports is beating your stories, you know you have a problem. It was honestly, and, and I can't talk a lot about it because there's a lot of the off, off the record stuff, but... It was information that I was hearing, and I was like, I was silent on my end of the phone because I was in shock with what I was hearing. I was like, "Oh, you gave me this information? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, can I quote you? No. Okay. <laughs> Conversation concluded. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to read you. A le- I want to read you uh, something from oh, the boy? office of a former president. Oh, this is great. I read this. Um. So I'll read it to the audience. It's theory but you know of the why mind. he wait? <laughs> well, in context, you know why he came out with this? Because um, it was, like he's, he apparently there's like a there's like a, a tr- like not a trial there's like a an indictment on him or something. I don't know. There's yeah. something but like they're trying to find some sketchy shit that he did. So he's so like, it's true. The same the <laughs> same day the same day by the way that um because he released his phone records during the Capitol riot of which mm. there are seven hours missing. What? Yeah. 
So, so the same here, day that that happened, this was really what? Uh, let me uh, let me read this to uh, uh, unless you would like to read it, Eagle. Uh, no, because you can do the voice better. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not doing the voice. Uh, no, no, Many voice, people no voice. are asking, so I'll give it to you now. Statement <laughs> by like Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. Many people are asking, so I'll give it to you now. Who was asking, by the way? I nobody, not a single nobody person. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. It is 100% true. While playing with legendary golfer Ernie Els, winner of four majors and approximately 72 other tournaments throughout the world, Gene Sowers, winner of the U- the Senior U.S. Open, Ken Duke, and Mike Goods. Both excellent tour players. I made a hole in one. It took place at the Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach, Florida, at the seventh hole, uh, which was playing 181 yards into a slight wind. I hit a five iron, which sailed magnificently into a rather strong wind with approximately. <laughs> the wind got stronger, by the way. Got, uh, yeah. From what's it to the next? It went from uh, a slight wind to a strong wind. Whereupon Great, it bounced man. twice, and when clank, he heard it from 181 yards away, two football fields. Uh, these great tour players noticed it before I did because their eyes are slightly better. Slightly but on, better. The, on that hole only, their swings weren't. Anyway, there's a lot of chatter about it, quite exciting, and people were, people everywhere seem to be asking for the facts. Playing with a group of wonderful, talented players was a lot of fun. The match with Ernie and me, with no strokes, uh, against Gene, Mike, and Ken. I won't tell you who won because I'm a very modest individual. And you will then say I was bragging and I don't like people who brag. Is my favorite part. That, that like, I, I, Terry, I thought we wrote it. This message was, it was the most... I thought this, it was, this, I was like, is this Balsack Sports? Is, it, is this us? <laughs> like, this, <laughs> this, is, this is worse than my, uh, my 50-50 hate or love Duke basketball blog. Because at least, like, at the end, I'm like, you know what? I'll post a video of Coach K, like a tribute video, like, to show, like, okay, I respect his game. Donald Trump didn't do that. Donald Trump flip-flopped. He, you, if you're going to exaggerate a golf story, you got to really get into the details of it. You can't say slight win to hard win. You got to go, there was a decent amount of win that I cut the ball into, whatever. You got to really sell it. And you, because golfers, they wait for the specific details. If you say something that's a little bit off, they're going to call you out on it. Yeah. Call, they're going to hundred percent call you out on it. And Donald Trump just basically ruined himself amongst golfers around the world. Doesn't like to brag, but no bragging, um, but he has a slightly less worse vision than professional golfers who, and their swings were worse than his though. Also, um, he hit a five iron, which sailed magnificently into a rather strong wind. Doesn't want to brag. Also, five iron, 180 yards. Yeah, I'd, okay, that's fine. You're not 70 years old, though, Terry. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like I, I hit my, know. I hit my five iron like 200 yards. Here's some other facts. During a seven-hour window of which the U.S. Capitol was being sieged by supporters, uh, the president either did nothing for seven hours. Off, on the record, of course, or did a whole bunch of things with burner devices, etc., that are currently not being filed and already illegal in their records. On top of the fact that there's probably records that they don't want to show. Which is worse? I don't know. Because like, if the, if, if, if the, <laughs> either you're resp- you're partially responsible, if not entirely, or you did nothing while the Capitol was being sieged while you're still president. It shouldn't. It shouldn't Which is be. Worse. <laughs> I, I don't even have an answer. It's, it's, I never thought I'd have to answer that question on a sports podcast in my entire life. 
Like, like the, the question, the question during trial is going to be: In those seven hours, did you not receive a single call from anyone, or place a single call to anyone, and just sat by and watched as this happened? Not yes watched, or no. Wouldn't you be watching on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> or are you just eating McDonald's and Diet Pepsi? Mm, good point. Yeah. Balanced diet. See, the idiot doesn't know that they're going to trace all the telecommunications that go out from a certain area, filter out numbers that aren't known to them, and boom, you have all the contacts that were made. GGS. Yeah. Then has to the difficulty is then proving it's him. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. Hopefully, it'll t- it'll tie to golf, so it'll give us an opportunity to talk about it. Masters um, next weekend. I'm so excited. I'm not first year you get to watch it. Yeah. I'm not working for the first time that weekend. I usually do play by play on that weekend. I'm so happy, oh, it's Terry. True. Uh, it's if true. You guys, you guys want to come over where your finest green jackets? It'll be a good time. I might. I might have to come over. I don't know if I have a green. I have a green sweater. There we go. Or paint your body green. Green body paint. That always works. I'll just go to Winners and just buy a green yeah. blazer. Yeah. I got a green blazer. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Master's green, but it is green. Uh, just a quick update on the Will Smith controversy. Oscar show producers are, have said that the LAPD officers had been prepared to arrest Will Smith, but Chris Rock insisted he didn't want to press charges. But because uh, Chris Rock knows that had, clearly. Also, for if, those saying that this is fake, Chris Rock's not that good an actor. Y'all, have you have any of you guys seen Grown Ups too? Come on. <laughs> so I knew I knew it wasn't fake when I saw Chris Rock's face. Like, there's a face that people make when they're embarrassed and they don't know what to say. And I feel like he Chris Rock could have annihilated Will Smith right after that. If if I'm Chris I don't Rock, think so. Will Smith's a much bigger dude, man. No, no, I mean I mean verbally. If Chris yeah. if I was oh, Chris yeah. Rock. Oh, he yeah. said, no, he's even said he says he starts talking and he starts saying, I could have said and then he says, Never mind. Like he says like he you see him above Chris, to unleash and he Chris Rock's back. the bigger man, but he would have been a bigger man if he just went, you know what? Don't get mad at me because your wife fucks other, fucks your friends' friends, your your son's friends. I would have said something like that. You know? The, the like, other, the other you, thing man. related to grown ups too, yourself. of course, is uh Stephen A. Smith's take of you're lucky Chris Rock's boys didn't come get you. Who Kevin James and Adam Sandler waiting backstage? You know. Um, Kevin James and Adam you can just Kevin James just sitting there with a sad. But if the Rock, if the Rock for... said it, we're looking at a different, very different situation. But, he, but like, I don't know why people are, are are combining those two people. Is it just the Rock and Rock thing? Because again, to yeah, me, it's the Rock Rock thing. Yeah, to me, his is. boys are 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 the Adam Sandler crew. It's, it's like, uh, no, I'm saying because name? the Rock presented an award. So like, I if think he it's just made the names are Rock. It's just the two names are Rock. What no, about Rocky? He's a massive human. <laughs> yeah, what Rock is the. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Eagle, let's get to rapid fire. All right, rapid fire. We're going to start with our first one here Death Wish. Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin made his thoughts clear about the new NFL overtimes rule. Uh, oh, by the way, they changed the overtime rules. Now each team is going to get a possession, but let's I hear about it. it. Just, to be quite honest with you, playoffs. I'm a sudden death advocate. I'm a traditionalist. I don't fear sudden death, and I never have. Uh, but obviously, I lost that battle a decade ago. <laughs> but my position remains unchanged. I just think 60 minutes, everybody has had a fair opportunity to win the game. And, and so, you know, when you're talking about changes as it pertains to competitive fairness, I speak to the first 60 sure minutes that we all had. So- I just love that. I love the sentiment. <laughs> I welcome sudden death. That means, that's right. If I wake up dead tomorrow, that's okay. I'm all right. What did he? What did he say? Like I, I, I only. Oh, you, know, like you don't have the sound. So he, I can't he hear said, it. He said. He uh, said. 
because you're saying with the overtime. I rules. don't fear sudden death. There we go. Oh, okay. I don't fear sudden death. I welcome sudden death. My favorite one is I'm a sudden death advocate. He's of course, a lawyer. He, you know why? For sudden death for people who die in their sleep. You know why he likes sudden death? Because his teams always finish eight and eight, so he's always in overtime. Like yeah, he's always he's, he's always even, Steven. You know, so he knows that the next one wins. Yeah. Always, he's always he lives I, his I just, life on the edge. He lives his I, life in sudden death. I was surprised uh, by two things. One, uh, that that's Mike Tomlin's laugh. It was <laughs> it was much more excitable. I thought, but that's it. I thought he'd have more of a Kawhi laugh, but it it seemed really joyous. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing was. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that they keep changing the overtime rules every time something happens. People complain every no, overtime. No, I think it's good. It's progress. I mean, I think I if the I, NFL said no, fuck you, then, then it would I be see, worse. The way I see overtime is it should be like added time in soccer. Just continue playing. It changes how you how you manipulate the end of the game too, where you have six minutes left and you have to decide if you're going to go quickly and start running like a four-minute offense at six minutes rather than, than just sort of try and No, I think it clock. needs to be a standard time. The reason, because yeah. we, because there's you, a stop you go time, until right? the soccer, next score. No stop you don't stop the clock. The, the clock, which hits sixty, it doesn't stop. It continues going until the next team scores. So, so sudden death always. You remove the coin toss. No, you just remove the coin toss. It's not. It's not sudden death. The game continues. You, you, you should have been you, ahead. If, what would you do? The, you add if the fourth minutes? quarter clock hits zero. Infinite the, game the game continues yeah. in current state. So if you have the ball and you're at the thirty yard line and the clock hits zero, you still have the ball and you have forty seconds for each play. And the next person team who scores wins. That way, there's no, like there's no element of luck like in there's it. There's no resetting of the game. Yeah. There's no re kickoff. There's no coin toss. I mean, I like that better than what they had last year. Yeah, to, to, but to me, it's it's the most like, like all of these changes are variations of the same thing. Yeah. Where if the first team doesn't score, a field goal still wins it. And also the coin the coin toss is such a huge advantage because now if you win the coin toss, you defer and you get all of the information in advance. And if you stop them on three downs, you get a huge advantage of field position. Yeah. Versus so, imagine all of this like, is decided by a coin toss. Imagine the two minute drill. You have to drive the field. You score right, and now you tie the game or whatever it is. So you're going to OT, but the other team gets the ball and they just get the drive on you. But also, right? like if you're if it's two minutes left and it's like fourth and one, you don't kick a field goal to tie now. Now you're playing for the win. Yeah, exactly. Because you have a chance. You have a chance to maybe even get the ball back. You know what I mean? So there's there's a it changes all the late game situations. I like that better. That's me. Yeah. The I, I'm is, the only person so, I, I know of who has had this take for like five years now, but I'm sticking with it. But your, 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 theory, your theory is false when it comes to when your comparison to soccer because soccer, the reason why there's extra time is because you're supposed to play 90 minutes of game play, right? So, mm -hmm. so when they have stoppage time, the extra time... No, you're talking about like it's high, minutes. like the extra 30. I'm just, oh, you're talking about like golden No, no, no. I, I, just, I use extra time as a... Just it, conceptually oh, okay. that the time continues after the game. I, so you I understand like some added time. Oh, okay, okay. I just, the way I, I just want to convey, because like, for example, if you have the ball and extra time hits, you still, you have the advantage, but that's within the flow of the game. It's not decided yeah, by the coin. Yeah, okay. Game. Yeah, okay, I get that. But I you know, I'd rather yes. what they have, what they implemented now. No, I, hate I like the reset, but as long as it's fair, but I do like what you're but saying people, also. People just, I, it won't work because of money. And people will complain again and they're going to change it again. I'm telling you, just listen to me. I'm always right, even when I'm wrong. All right. Often said ne that. Always? Next, cue Benny Hill music. Acadia Bathurst Titans player Riley Kidney scored what is likely to be the strangest goal in his career. 
versus Jonathan Lagell. The linesman, Brett Boyce, 78, and Matt McConnell, number 61. We're underway. The Islanders the win the faceoff. Puck rolls in, and it's in the net. Wow. The Titans get a goal five seconds in. LaPena mishandled the puck off the opening faceoff. I don't believe a Titan player ever touched it. Uh, Kidney should get credit for the goal, but five What's seconds into this hockey game, the Akiti Bathers Titan have themselves like a one-to-nothing lead, and LaPena... Um, the weirdest one I've ever scored, um, I, I <laughs> in basketball, I once chucked it, like, the game was over, I just threw the ball down court, and it bounced, like, around the free throw line, and bounced into the basket. I so I, I I could try that for the rest of my life. I would never get that again. For me, it was soccer. I used to play in like this, uh, like like eat like recreational league with my friends, like men's league, you know. And um, I was just running. Like my buddy had the ball. He's playing D. So I was playing forward. So I'm just running straight. He tries to like hit me on a cross, like right to my foot. But he bean lines it. But I don't know because I'm still in our zone. <clears throat> he like destroys it, but it hits my head. It pops. Hits the back of my head. Pops forward and goes over the goalie into the net. Brilliant. There you go. There you <laughs> on go. purpose. On purpose. <laughs> I will say, seeing uh, everyone clear up for the puck reminded me of uh, Italy just allowing North Macedonia to get a ball landing between four defenders and kicking it in to advance the world to to uh, prevent Italy from advancing to the World Cup. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that goal. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna change the order up just to create a little separation here. A drive into deep left field. Uh, let's listen in to Nick Castellanos getting his first hit as okay. a Philadelphia Philly against the, the sound on. Blue Jays. The sound Do is the, on. No, the double sound. I'm, I'll listen to it. No, too late. Okay. Uh, Charlie Montoya and Pete Walker sitting on the bench, and Salcedo gets a strikeout. And, of course, Pete Walker was unfortunately arrested early Friday morning for driving under the influence, and he made a statement apologizing for his actions. Obviously, a very significant situation Charlie Montoyo his quote is he said the Blue Jays and I are aware of what happened the incident involving Pete Walker but we're still gathering information out of respect for the process that's all we're going to say right now and the Blue Jays as an organization have taken the same path so unfortunately a very significant situation with Pete Walker very highly respected pitching coach but the Blue Jays and the organization are going to Wait until all of the information is gathered. So he is continuing to serve as the pitching coach, and he's been here today watching these Blue Jays pitchers so far. Three pitchers today, and we're scheduled to see Thomas Hatz, Julian Merriweather, and maybe Anthony Castro throughout the course of this game. And smack. That'll open. That's going to drop for a base hit. Castellanos reached out and poked it into right field. No, he picks up a two-out base hit. Castellanos Poor guy. Board twice now with a walk. So once again, uh, this happens while uh, the yeah, you uh, go turn it off, turn it off. I'm gonna lose it. Okay. While the announcement of <laughs> Pete Walker, uh, the coach, getting a DUI. Um, I, at this point, part of me thinks announcers are waiting for Castellanos to come up to to like make serious announcements because they know that if it happens while Castellanos <laughs> is hitting and he gets a hit. It'll make the it'll it'll make the rounds again, right? Yeah. Um, but then I saw it. It was it was his third at bat, and you, and it's a preseason game. You don't even know if he's gonna have three at bats, so maybe not. It, it's the it's the weirdest thing. The guy constantly gets hits while bad news is being broken uh, during a major league baseball game. Nick Castellanos is the type of guy, though. 
Okay. He's that type of he's that type of guy where it's like these things will like, I don't know I feel Grim like there's Reaper, always like <laughs> no the Castellanos always has like this weird he's always in the news somehow you know for but random he hasn't re- done anything he's the, yeah like, exactly that's what I'm just, saying he, just, all he does is hit the baseball constantly yeah, like, during bad news yeah I mean Castellanos is fantastic but like another thing about baseball uh, announcers I understand the storyline you're not very excited about saying the storyline but. Like that, that, he almost put me to sleep. That was yeah. a minute video. He almost put me to sleep. Yeah, they're, they're amongst the worst. <laughs> I think that's what they want is they want people to fall asleep in front of the TV so they just continue to get ratings because the person yeah. won't be able to switch at the at the commercials. Well, golf kind of has that too going, right? Where you, you but golf phase show- out, you come back, you know. But shop sh- golf shows the game while the commercials are on. So that's true. Yeah, at least there's that. But yeah, but I take sna- naps during when I watch golf. You yeah. have to. It's the best part. All right. Uh, That's part of golf is sleep. There's there's no actual header on this one, so I'm just going to talk about it here. Uh, much maligned <laughs> Cleveland one. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson was the subject of an open letter by one of his accusers of sexual assault, Lauren Baxley, who basically mm-hmm. called him out and the entire organization. And uh, an unnamed NBA player. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Got- Derrick Rose. Oh, really? Why is that? Derrick Rose was accused of gang rape. Uh, Gang rape. Yeah, it's a pretty messed up story. It's a pretty messed up. Story. Fuck is going on, man? When he was in New York, um, yeah. But do, do we know that Lauren Baxley was in New York? No, no, no. Uh, I don't think she was accusing him. She was just oh. drawing parallels to like someone else who wasn't believed. Oh, I thought it. she experienced something with no. a basketball player. No, no, okay, I, I don't. That's not what I. I could be wrong, and maybe I misread it, but that's not what I understood. Um, it's it's weird. Your face froze into a smile as we were talking about that. It was the opposite of the baseball thing that we just saw. Um, no, the thing with the Lauren Baxley, and she says this at the end, where she says essentially what what the grand jury has decided is that uh, that these women, it was okay that these women were unintentionally hired as prostitutes, which is a pretty haunting uh, thought. And again, we don't have all the details. What we do know is. 40 massage therapists is a lot of massage therapists. 22 accusations yeah. is a lot of accusations. It's abnormal behavior at the very most. I think it's it's worthy of a look. Um, and, you know, the letter says, like, this is why women don't come forward. So hopefully, if nothing else, if nothing comes of it for this situation, it does help women who are looking for, to come forward and to give them some strength, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, was, I read the letter and, you know, good on her for just – and she was very – you know, respectful, and she was very, you know, uh, uh, well-spoken, and, um, you know, there's a few parts where you can tell, like, she's kind of holding herself back from really going nuts, and it's it's good that she's doing that, but I don't know. I just think that it sucks for it sucks for her and victims like her that she has to actually defend herself in the, in the public. Yeah. Like, she's the one defending herself, though she's the victim in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Or the alleged victim in any case. Yeah. All right, uh, next on the list, information overload. The NHL on TNT reached deep into their analytics bag to unveil the following information during the Vega Knights and Seattle cracking game, Vegan. sponsored Vegan. by AWS. Probability you get worse at this every week. What is it? AWS. AWS uses a face-off result. Did it work? Yeah, check the, check the stat right up here. Over 10 years of historical data like head-to-head matchups or a player's handedness the and then they called it. They said, okay, now they're going to win because of the odds. Well, no, yes. The, the, odds the probability fit. of winning the the faceoff with 50-50. You needed a, so, advanced so, AI to tell you that. That's like if Eagle prepares a stat line for us, like while we're doing a broadcast. Eagle it was too small. I couldn't read. Us, like, we have the advanced analytics. Please go to the advanced analytics. Like, right? The odds are 50-50. 
<laughs> but you it's, needed I, I, AWS Powered Analytics to tell you the results. And like, <laughs> like there's so Imagine many. Being the broadcaster. There's so many ways that you can use uh, analytics, right? And like, that's clearly a paid spot by AWS. They have to go to it. But man, find a better find a better spot to, to use the AWS ad you, to use the drop. I'm sure they're yeah. not thrilled with the fact of like it's a meme at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. the the vegan knights, as uh, as Eagle put it, the vegan knights. Uh, and the vegan I don't think there's anything game. vegan about it. Did you guys speak? Of that, did you put F1 on the on the in Vegas? No, I, so I, like, saw that, I saw it after. We're talking about Vegas. Is like they made a whole track in F1, or like they're doing yeah. Las Vegas. States are having; they have three races this year. For, but like one, the that one in Vegas down, like the states weren't big on F one like five years ago. It's pretty wild that this has happened. I there think it came in with the like Haas coming in as a team and everything. I think they're trying to have well, a U.S. brand. And the Netflix show went viral. Wait, Haas is an American brand. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's German. No, but it's a U.S. division or something that's sponsoring oh, it. Okay. It's an American. And they have team. and they have Schumacher. They have Schumacher's son. Oh, their cool. team, so yeah, so uh, and they have uh, Kevin Magnuson, who's uh, you know, he's a vet. It's, but uh, I can imagine like F1 weekend here is awesome. Imagine it in Vegas, as I'm saying. And, and like, there's one strip, it's like two kilometers where it's just a straight man. There's gonna be so many takeovers there, and, it's, and that's what I'm so excited about. But they did the map, it looks like a pig, yeah, it legit it does. The, the, the it's pig. <laughs> it looks like a fucking pig. It's too funny, it does. but um, I can't wait. Put an apple in its mouth, and it's ready to go. I can't wait. All right, and last one here a truly Canadian crime. The Supreme Court of Canada has upheld $9 million Canadian in fines after Richard Villarez was found guilty of fraud, trafficking, and theft of 9,500 bottles of maple syrup back in, was it 2012 or something like that? Yeah. So they've been fighting in court for 10 years over the, uh, the golden goodness that he now has to pay a lot of money for. The golden so, goodness. <laughs> what, but, like, was he selling it back to Canadians or... Because, like, I can imagine, like, because I know when I go to Georgia, I, you can buy gold for less than you can buy maple syrup. It isn't, I, I now understand why, uh, why people eat corn syrup. And it's because it can't cost you more than filling an, filling an SUV with gas to buy maple syrup. It's but there's a, shorti- there's a shortage of corn. Uh, yeah, because he stole 9,500 bottles, No, Terry. no, there's a, there's a shortage of <laughs> corn. Like, if you go to the grocery store, you won't be able to find cornflakes and stuff like that. But yet, yet uh, the corn syrup is still much cheaper than the, than than the maple syrup. But like, so I have a friend who's got a maple farm. You you have to tap like a thousand trees to get. Okay, wait. Like, you have a friend who's a farm. maple farm. Yeah. You had a friend that's uh, what were we talking about before? I forgot. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned like you had a friend that was close to the situation. What were we talking about before? Movies, people, in movies. Often. Oh yeah, exactly. As somebody yeah. who wrote a score. Yeah, I'm like fucking guy. I'm old, you know, man. You, I, I'm, you know somebody I'm, that was nominated for a Grammy? Yeah. I do know someone was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> so, it's not that hard. <laughs> he just, it's paid for. It's the, this, the record label tries to push it, is all. Yeah. Um, and that's our show for this week. Yeah. That is our show. Good stuff. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, Terry, man, we fought through it. I, I we did. We battled. You're still, we battled. I, I know you pretty well. I can see you're still pissed off. You're still grumpy. Um, so it's an extra treat for those watching the show. 
Um, Last week on the show, I said I pay for I pay for convenience. I let people use my Netflix and my Crave and stuff. I pay for convenience because I don't like when things don't work. And when things don't work, they fucking get under my skin. And this was and especially when it's things that are supposed to work. So the fact that it's not working, I'm about to lose my shit. Maybe if you let all your neighbors steal your internet, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> no, nobody steals my internet. I mean, maybe <laughs> the password's not that hard. Uh, nobody steals my internet, but. And I have a pretty fast internet. I just, it's, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, the fuck it is. Weird, weird, weird stuff the show. Uh, but we got there, folks. We got there. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Terry, thanks for fighting through it. Eagle, thank you for trying to fix Terry's issues. Eagle, uh, fuck thank, you, man. <laughs> I want to thank everyone who has uh, liked, subscribed, rated, reviewed, do all that good stuff. Uh, it helps us keep doing what we're doing. And we love doing what we're doing. So why not give us money to do it? Money that we will spend on irresponsible things. Thank you all for tuning in and thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Mm-hmm.